You're listening to Country Life with Keith Fahey on Galway Bay FM. Good evening, I'm Keith Fahey and welcome to this week's edition of Country Life. On the show this week, we'll be speaking to Kevin McDermott, the manager of the Sheep Ireland, who's going to discuss the Sheep Improvement Scheme along with some other sheep topics. We'll be talking to uh, Dr. Bernard Carlson from the University of Galway, who's going to discuss the Ag Innovation Programme and the future of some of the best uh, Ag Innovations. And we'll also talk to Paula Kearney, uh, who's a Biodiversity Officer with the Galway City County Council, or the Galway City Council, uh, to discuss water quality and her role. Plus, we will have all the latest from the Marts and any farming news from across the county and as always to get in contact the show you can contact us at countrylife at galwaybayfm.ie that's countrylife at galwaybayfm.ie if there's any queries or topics or any issues you may have uh, send us an email there and we will uh, try and get back to you as quick as we can uh, so just looking at some uh, MART reports this week looking at the Tune MART report gone by on Monday yesterday uh, some sample cow prices included a 700 kilo limousine cow making 1800 or 257 a kilo and 830 kilo Charlie Cross Cow making 2,180 or 263 a kilo, a 720 kilo limousine cross making 1870 or 260 a kilo, a 605 kilo Charlie cow making uh, 1450 or 240 a kilo. Then onto some sample heifer prices included a 355 kilo uh, Charlie heifer making 3 euro and 1 cent a kilo. A uh, 515 kilo limousine cross heifer making 289, a 625 kilo heifer making 286 a kilo, and then on to some sample bullock prices. A 375 kilo Charlie bullock making 339 or 1270 a kilo, 530 kilo limousine cross heifer uh, bullock making 279 a kilo, and a 455 kilo Charlie cross bullock making 1370 or just over 3 euro a kilo. Looking at, at the Mart, uh, the Mount Bellew Mart uh, sale report on Saturday, a large sale this week with increased numbers of store lambs and lambs and stag yos on offer some breeding uh, sheep coming out slowly lambs were back a little bit on the previous week stag yos remained a solid trade for all lots and breeding sheep were also a good trade some sample prices from Montbellum Mart uh, on Saturday included lambs uh, 12 weather lambs at 36.7 kilos selling for 119 euro 12 year lambs at 37.5 kilos selling for 116 euro uh, 11 weather lambs at 45.3 selling for 127 5 year lambs at 44 kilos selling for 115 five ram lambs at 49 kilos selling for 150 uh, one stag so some stag yos uh, five yos at 73 kilos sold for 90 euro one yo at 105 kilos sold for 146 uh, breeding sheep nice hoggets on offer made from 192 to 240 euro uh, sheep sell every Saturday at 10am in person and online with the Mart I, uh, app on their phone uh, with the two rings uh, your rings and the lamb rings gates open at 7.30 and you can email them at mart at mountvalue.ie or you can get contact them at 090-967-9660 so that's the Mount Bellew Mart uh, report uh, looking onto the Loch Ray Mart report sheep a strong number of sheep again on offer at last Thursday sale a great mix of lambs available with more stores starting to become available butchers remain active again along with factory agents prices averaging from 90 to 100 euro with the weight of lambs uh, tops of the day for lambs included 100 57 for 51 kilos 307 a kilo some sample prices included 39.6 at 118 37.3 at 110 40.6 at 127 tops of the yos was 198 for 103 kilo yo uh, there's a continued demand for cool yos and cool rams sample yo prices included 84.6 kilos yos selling for 146 91.6 for 160 euro and 95 kilos sold for 187 uh, so the sheep sale is sheep sale excuse me as normal uh, race week um 
Thursday, August the 3rd at 10.30am, sheep show and sale is on Thursday the 10th of August at 10.30 and for all queries you can contact 091 841219 uh, and the cattle sale so there's a good cattle entry and last Saturday's sale with numbers starting to increase some top quality cattle on offer uh, in both bullock and heifer rings some some super cows on offer uh, with a top price of 2000 dollars achieved for a cemental 940 kilo cow cows average from 214 to 236 a kilo limousines uh, 2014 born at 655 kilos so for 1400 or 214 a kilo there's a strong entry of heifers and uh, with heifers averaging 260 to 308 a kilo um, so that's some sample prices included uh, 330 kilo all breck selling for 780 or 236 a kilo uh, Charlie 360 kilo selling for 267 a kilo uh, limousine for 410 kilo selling for 293 uh, there was a top uh, quality on offer in the bullock yard as well a good entry of forward cattle which were met with a strong trade with a top price of 1950 for an 810 kilo bullock bullocks average from 240 to 233 kilo two Hereford crosses at 395 kilos sold for 940 or 238 a kilo uh, Belgium Blue Cross 390 sold for a thousand and uh, 390 kilos sold for a thousand and thirty or 264 a kilo a Shirley Cross at 465 sold for 1400 or 301 a kilo and the cattle sale is every uh, Saturday uh, at 10.30am and for bookings contact 091-841-219 so that's just some match reports there as well and just to cover a little bit there on uh, P and K offtakes so phosphorus and potassium offtakes uh, where you're so we're looking at the maintenance for the P and the K for grazing and surplus bales so if we look at a, a grass cover of 1500 kilos of dry matter per hectare uh, for a grazing it's taking off uh, 1.7 units of P per acre and it's taking off 4.2 units of P per acre when it, when silage is taken off so big difference there uh, over twice the amount of P being taken off when you take off for silage uh, versus grazing if we look at the, the grazing uh, in relation to K there's 3 units of K taken off for every 1500 kilos of dry matter taken off uh, versus 30 units of K for every uh, silage cut you, you take at that same level so that's a massive difference there there's 10 times more K taken off uh, when you take a, a cut of silage off rather than um, grazing, I suppose uh, a lot of that it was you're taking a lot of the P and the K off, and you might, you're not might not, mightn't be returning it. Whereas the cattle are grazing, they're constantly defecating behind themselves as well. So that's just uh, some information I saw, and I thought it was quite interesting there as well. You're listening to Country Life with Keith Fahey on Galway Bay FM. So next up on Country Life this evening, we're delighted to have uh, Dr. Bernard uh, W. Carlson. Uh, you're very welcome on to Country Life. Um, we've spoke to you about a year ago. Um, there you were telling us about a bit about the Master's Programme and the different Ag Innovation Programmes at University uh, of Galway. Uh, you might give our listeners a little bit of information about yourself and your role uh, with the University. Well, Keith, it's great to be back with you and your audience. Um, I have been with the University of Galway since 2019 part-time, and I teach and run the Ag Innovation and Tech Innovation programs. That's part of the College of Science and Engineering. And before that, I spent 36 years uh, teaching at the University of Virginia, and I'm now retired and happily relocated to County Galway. Very good. And you're noticing a big difference from uh, Virginia to Galway. I had I've been lucky enough to be in. Uh, 
uh, over in Virginia before uh, a couple of years ago uh, and it's fantastic to see the the, the variation in, in the types of agriculture out there from you know those massive beef farms uh, peanuts are a big thing in, in different parts of Virginia along with uh, growing tobacco uh, some of those a lot different than maybe the, the types of farming in Galway Oh gosh yes I mean there's hardly any um, dairy or beef farming in Virginia I mean there's a few gentlemen farmers that might have a, a one or two uh, head of cattle but for the most part there's just nothing like the dairy dairy farming and the um, and and the beef farming that you see here and where I live in Crockwell we are uh, smack dab in the middle of a suckler farm so any, at any given moment there's cows looking in the back back kitchen window there's cows looking in the front parlor window we can't seem to get away from uh, suckler cows it's a big change but uh, I am so glad to be here uh, and uh, and thoroughly enjoying being in Ireland very good, very good. And so around uh, last year, I think it was around similar time maybe, or maybe a little later, uh, we spoke about the Ag Innovation Programme at the University of Galway. Um, you might m- maybe tell us a little bit about it and maybe what's happened since we were talking last. Oh, sure. So we're now in our, our sixth year. Uh, it's a program that's uh, supported by the Higher Education Authority and the European Union uh, through their Springboard Plus program. And I'm really excited about it because it's a one-year master's of science program. Uh, so students are able to get a uh, degree with support from the government in one year. And we, we pride ourselves in helping people develop a new product or service or business idea. And we make sure that they do so by uh, learning about markets and going out and talking to uh, real live people, learning about their uh, the wishes, needs uh, that folks have out there, and uh, and it's it's really exciting to be helping helping all sorts of Irish people develop an innovation mindset. Okay, and who is attracted to Ag Innovate, and maybe why do they or what do they enjoy most about the course? So we uh, bring in thirty five. Uh, adult learners every year. Uh, this this past year, we had them from 15 different counties from all over Ireland. Uh, we've also had people uh, from the north in the program, and uh, they come from all sorts of backgrounds. A lot of people will say to me, well, you know, you know, Bernard, I mean, I can't come on Ag Innovation because I'm not a farmer. And I say, don't worry about that. I don't know anything about farming. My background is, is I'm, a, I'm trained as a historian and I study innovation and entrepreneurship. Uh, but, you know, the other people come on board uh, are farmers, they're engineers, they're, uh, they're people from all sorts of different business and marketing backgrounds. Uh, we've had we've got one fellow in fact who does radio advertising uh, that's on the um, on the pro, on the course this year. And uh, so we get all sorts of adult learners uh, a couple years out from the universities is generally their background. They can be, you know, sort of as in their late 20s all the way up to their early 70s. And I think what people really enjoy about being on the on the course is, is I work very hard to create a learning community. That is to say, there are things that that uh, my partner uh, in, in crime in this program, Adele, Dr. Adele Doherty, uh, she's, she's a PhD in engineering. Uh, I have a background in history, so you learn lots of different things from us, but you learn from every single person 
on the course. In other words, we put you into a lot of group activities, and um, and if you don't necessarily know anything about uh, you know uh, uh, one aspect of farming, it's probably the person sitting next to you is uh, is going to uh, be able to help you out on that. And I'd also say that it's uh, it's been very gratifying to see we're up to about now about a third of the of the thirty five students are are women. And um, and that that's been a big change over the five or six years that I've been doing it. It's just more women want to be innovators and come in with some really exciting ideas. Okay, you spoke there about ideas. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about some of the projects that the students have been working on this year. Oh gosh, they've been doing all sorts of things, and they we we say that you know you could be doing something in farming, but it could also be uh, in hospitality. It could be a food product. It could be in horticulture. Uh, it could be simply about rural life. And so this year, I think some of the projects that the, the students have enjoyed working on uh, include such things as producing or design, uh, developing a new probiotic uh, drink uh, from goat's milk. We have a woman uh, who's basically. Uh, a Dutch background, but she's been keeping goats for years and trying to figure out, you know, what's a good product. So she's been making a probiotic from goat's milk. We have another woman who's um, designed for um, her company a uh, alternative uh, vegetable, uh, uh, veggie protein-based burger. Uh, we have another woman who's uh, designing an app for organic farming. Uh, one of the most interesting student presentations is this is one day one of our students basically said the following presentation is going to be about the sex life of chickens well needless to say everybody sat up for that <laughs> uh, but what he's actually interested in is using artificial intelligence to understand the behavior of chickens so that farmer the poultry farmer can better manage the pecking order in hen houses and i used to think pecking order <laughs> was just sort of a phrase but it really is the hierarchy that happens in in a poultry house so we get all sorts of exciting things and um just, uh, you know some of them are very interesting uh, surrounding uh, uh sustainability we have one one fellow whose um you know day job is is recycling paper from businesses but he uh, he lives on a farm he grew up on a farm and say so he's been investigating how you can shred the paper from your office and use it for bedding for livestock so it's been it's been a great year all sorts of different projects well wow, so there's a phenomenal uh, a variance of activities there and as you said you don't have to be from a farm or a farming background there you, you know there's a lot of uh, people from vast areas there in a lot of different counties as you said which is very interesting i also hear yeah. that the ag innovate you know you did brilliantly at the royal dublin society sustainability event recently uh, maybe who was organized there bernard Sure. So uh, a couple of the different um, students from uh, both this year and previous years uh, from Ag Innovate uh, participated and uh, they um, basically of the two, there's 12, 12 sustainability awards that the uh, Royal Dublin Society gets every year. Two of them um, were won by people associated with Ag Innovate. One is um, Brendan Guinan, um, and I never can say his, is the name of his farm right, but it's Fear Bia. Uh, farm and uh, and he is he does regenerative agriculture and you, some of the listeners may have seen him on yeah he's, the he's on he's on TikTok too I think isn't he yeah he is yes exactly. I've seen him yeah he's very interesting 
Yeah, yeah, and he's he's really working on a very different approach to sustainable agriculture, where where his cattle actually live under the trees, and um, that gives them shelter, but it also allows you know they, they different things. Obviously, uh, grasses and and plants grow grow under the trees in the in the forest, and so his um, his cows um, you know have have a very different have a very different diet, hence a very different flavor and quality of the meat, and and that's been very exciting so he won uh he got a commendation for sustainable farming there also um uh, you know my uh, former instructor on the on the course brendan allen has been deeply involved with a company uh a a startup called farmi which deals with soil health and carbon sequestration and they they were they got a commendation for the sustainable rural entrepreneurship rural enterprise award and uh, also another person, another another student, um, Lana Gallagher, who's a, is very active and very energetic. Um, her her organization, the Galway Wool Co-op, was recognized as well by the uh, RDS. And uh, and what Lana is doing is is that she is helping connect farmers who are raising traditional um, Irish sheep with people that are manufacturing Irish sweaters and and uh, using wool for various new products such as insulation uh, so that the wool doesn't go to waste but uh, indeed winds up being used for um, you know for new products and, and new things so uh, so it was a very good year uh, for Ag Innovate at the uh, RDS Sustainability Awards. Very good. Yeah, we actually had Blonde at Gallagher on um, a couple of months ago, and uh, she she spoke about the Galway wool and how they you know they can give a premium price to the people breeding the the pedigree Galway sheep. And um, it's interesting to see there with the new acres scheme there. There's been a massive demand and an, an increase in prices in the Galway wool there, or the Galway sheep breed as well. And we also had uh, Martin Ward on a couple of months ago too from the the Galway breed. But uh, Mike Burke also, who's an organic farmer, is involved with uh, Blonde, and he makes. Uh, the pillows i think wollow he calls his company and uh, he sells uh, uh, pillows made extinct, um, specifically from um galway sheep wool as well so it's uh, extremely interesting uh, how they get the wool washed and they bring it back and all that yeah yeah and wollow um uh, was also a winner uh, you know he's not i didn't mention him you know uh, because it's he's not a uh, he's not one an ag innovation alumni but we're very pleased that that he was recognized with uh, the rds sustainability awards um he got the the top prize um as a new agricultural startup Wow, brilliant! Yeah, it's great to see so many yeah, uh, so uh, many local people doing so well on a on a large national yeah. scale. That's right. Yeah, and that's that's the important thing is 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 is, is that the, the whole program gives people um, the opportunity to develop a business idea um, and and you know you, you come up with a new product, but also figure out how to get traction for it and scale it up. And uh, and so it's very gratifying to see all of these um, all of these folks now being able to operate you know first on a region local scale you know here in the West, um, but also beginning to look for markets and opportunities across uh, across Ireland and across uh, across the entire European Union. Very good. Um, and tell me, are you currently accepting applications for the coming year and maybe what are the fees and how do people apply and when is the deadline? Sure. 
that, sure, we are we are uh, eagerly accepting applications, and again, from all sorts of people. Um, we, you know, you know, the Springboard program is is all about upskilling people. That is to say, adult learners who want to change jobs, develop um, a set of a set of strengths and talents in and around innovation. Uh, if they don't have, uh, you know, they don't have a uh, university degree, that's not a problem. We have a way of uh, reviewing uh, previous work experience. Uh, early Earlier, uh, earlier learning, you know, learning certification. We have everybody from PhDs in biochemistry to uh, folks that got their leaving cert 30 years ago. And uh, believe me, actually, the people, the people, that, uh, you know, come in with you know minimal background often thrive in this environment. So um, the application process is 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 not handled by the university. It's handled by. Um, springboard and people can apply by going to the website www.springboard that's all one word courses and it's actually springboard courses all run together dot ie and and type in innovation or ag innovation and that will take you to a page that describes uh, our program and there's a button on that you push the button it's a relatively easy application process um, and uh, you know that can take just uh, 10 15 minutes to fill out uh, the again one of the features of the program is is for uh, you know for Irish people and uh, also pe citizens from the EU the program is is, is, is subsidized. That is to say, if you are currently employed, uh, the, the the program, the government will pay 90% of the fees. So it costs about 800 euros is the other remaining 10%. And if you're unemployed or on some sort of government support scheme, uh, the government will pick up the entire cost of the program. So it's it's 100%. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, as we say in America, this is a great buy. Yeah. And, um, and uh, and the deadline is the fifteenth of August, but uh, but if people have any questions, they should not hesitate to uh, drop me an email. Uh, I have a long email. I apologize for that. It's uh, it's it's Walter Bernard all run together dot Carlson C A R L S O N at University of Galway all run together dot I E. And again, we are uh, taking applications uh, to, uh, until the fifteenth of August. Okay, very good, very good. And I suppose maybe what is the most, you know, important thing that you'd like to tell people about Ag Innovate? Uh, well, Keith, that's that's one of my favorite things to do is is is, is we we help people develop their uh, oral presentations, their public speaking skills, and and I always say to them, remember, you've got to have a takeaway message that you want people to have. And my takeaway message uh, for your audience is is Ag Innovate is all about giving people the skills, the confidence they need to bring about change, and that's change that is not only going to be economically profitable, but it's also going to be uh, environmentally sensible. And above all, it's actually going to be fun and satisfying for society. So we, we emphasize, you know, that it's profitable, it's environmentally sound, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's fun or deeply satisfying. So I hope some of your uh, listeners uh, will reach out to me. I'm happy to uh, talk to them some more. And again, springboardcourses.ie is the website that you want to uh, check out. Very good. I have to say you're a super salesman. Well, you know, you know, uh, you know, my um, my great my great grandmother had a great line. She uh, one day a man came to her back door. She lived in upstate New York, and and he was all sad and depressed. And and he knocked on the door and he said to he said to her, "Ma'am, 
you don't want to buy any maple syrup. And she just lit into him and said, young man, you need to be positive. You need to be energetic. You need to believe in yourself and believe in your product. And uh, so I am channeling my great grandmother today. Oh, very good. Very good. It's nice to mention her as well. Uh, thanks very much. We really yep. appreciate that. A, a lot of information there. And so springboardcourses.ie um, and uh, also this this um, episode will be also up on uh, the podcast as well if anyone wants to hear it back on galdabayfm.ie so thanks very much Bernard uh, we really appreciate you coming on again always a pleasure Keith and uh, stay well and, uh, and, and keep having fun you're listening to Country Life with Keith Fahey on Galway Bay FM so next up on Country Life this evening we're delighted to have Paula Kearney with us from the Galway City Council who works as a biodiversity officer uh, Paula you're very welcome on to Country Life I suppose maybe you, firstly you might tell our listeners a little bit about your role and what you do with the, the council yeah, um, thanks very much, Keith. Um, thanks very much for having me on. Um, it's a lovely opportunity um, to speak to you and, and your listeners. Um, yeah, so I'm the Biodiversity Officer of Galway City Council. Um, I'm in the role about a year now. Um, so yeah, it's just it's been um, it's been I suppose a, a challenge really to kind of find um, to cut a groove really with regards to um, managing biodiversity in the city um, as it's a brand new role and there hadn't been a biodiversity in the city before. So um, our main job really is to um, work within the city collecting. Really information on our biodiversity, um, establishing a baseline, what we have and equally how to conserve it, improve it, protect it, um, and also carrying out conservation projects um, within various different habitats, working with local community groups, and um, also then at a strategic level, so really working with um, the internal departments of the City Council um, on policy and advice to members of the public, um, businesses, um, and um, and trying to support really um, people in citizen science and collecting information on biodiversity and what they can do within their own gardens or their own businesses um, to enhance biodiversity in the city. Okay, and you also do a little bit on what the water quality there. I suppose, you know, what impact does that have, I suppose, on the council and obviously the residents of Galway? Yeah, so um, I suppose many people know that um, using the, the beaches or certainly over June, maybe not so much in July, um, but with regards to, um, particularly when that be advanced notices with regards to water quality, and really that's when we've got heavy downpours and our um, storage network can't um, cope with um, with the volumes of water within the network and we get overflows and that has impacts then on our bathing water quality. So I'm working with um, with a number of departments within um, Galway City Council but also with the EPA and the law pro officers um, and we're looking at um, opportunities really to how we can alleviate the pressure on our storm sores, our storm, storm sewer network and to do that really is actually looking at storage of water on land and that may be um, creating wetlands, also working with um, developers um, and in the, in the planning department with regards to sustainable urban drainage systems. And really, they're designed to mimic greenfield runoff. So before development, you have a green space and water infiltrates to ground and isn't directed immediately to a storm sewer. So suds in an urban setting, um, it's an artificial system, but it, it mimics basically holding that water on land as much as possible. So it's really with ponds, um, swales, um, and um, woodlands and wet woodlands creating space really to hold that water on land so that's that's something that we're looking at and um, but as I say it's cross-departmental um, projects but along the coastline then we're looking at areas opportunities where we can um, provide um, storage for storm water as well so there's some um, areas that we're looking to create ponds and wetlands um, again trying to improve our, our water quality both to our rivers and to our coastal environments. Okay and what other projects are you involved in currently? 
Um, so the I suppose in the more recent weeks, um, we've been looking at there was um, a lovely um, artificial pond there in the Quincentennial Park. Um, we've introduced um, pond planting, wetland planting there. And prior to that, it's a beautiful feature, but it was really devoid of, of any um, natural vegetation. So, and it was also prone to algal blooms. And the reason for that, um, particularly in warm weather, when there's no plants um, or species within the water um, to soak up any nutrients that um, can be, I suppose, you can get algal blooms, I say, with warm weather. Um, oxygenating plants, they will actually um, use up those nutrients and clean up the water and also provide very valuable habitat for, for wildlife within the local area. So we've used all native um, aquatic plants for that. We've worked on working on the, the sand dune restoration um, at Grattan Beach. So um, a lot of people might be familiar with that. If they walk the prom, um, they'll see there's um, it's called chestnut paling fencing. And that's designed to um, to collect um, the sand within the bays that have been formed with the fencing, allow the sand dune vegetation to establish and um, also to, to prevent the sand from blowing up onto the road, which a lot of people may have experienced. It can block up the roads and our maintenance crews. Um, it'll take some pressure off our maintenance crews as well, having to, to move that sand. So we're looking to hold that sand on the beach, build up sand dunes, and that's from a climate um, and coastal defence um, and also from biodiversity. As soon as we had the bays in, there was birds in foraging and um, some actually have been recorded nesting in, in those areas. So it's um, certainly a benefit to wildlife and coastal defence. And um, and then, so just uh, chatting to yourself, um, yeah, we're looking at opportunities for conservation grazing that might be of, of interest um, to um, to your farmer farmer listeners. So, um, yeah, so I'm particularly um, I'm interested in um, in heritage breeds of, um, of of our cattle, um, cattle, sheep, and and goats, and looking to see if there's opportunity for conservation grazing. So there's been a number of projects around the country with the National Parks and Wildlife Service um, up in Dublin on Hoth Head. They're using the old um, the old Irish goat um, species up there for um, for fire risk management. Um, in Kerry, they're also using um, native breed cattle. And, um, and then um, with yourself looking at um, Dexter cattle for conservation grazing of grasslands. Um, so it's really working with um, with the animals that would have been traditionally used to to manage um, meadows and the with regards to the management of maybe more invasive or weedy species and allowing kind of more herb or species rich diverse grasslands um, to emerge. At the moment, we have these areas of land that we're managing for no mow as part of the um, All Ireland Pollinator Plan. But as a part of that, um, because these lands are only mown once or twice a year, um, we have a huge volume of grass um, that really goes to waste. Um, so we're looking at initiatives to work with with local farmers um, to see if that if the if the grazing lands and lands are suitable for for animals first and foremost. Obviously, the safety of the animal is paramount. But um, working with that, and it's an educational piece about our heritage breeds, but also with regards to how we can cut down our waste. Um, and also about improving the diversity, the floral diversity in these grasslands, which then will attract more pollinators into the area. Very good, very good. So there's a lot of different projects going on there um, throughout the city, obviously, and a lot that you're involved in. Um, so it's great to, you know, make our listeners aware of all, all that's going on. A lot of them, you know, would be familiar of different ones in their different locations, or maybe, as you mentioned there, people walking the prom or uh, the different areas like that. So um, it's great to hear from you. We were delighted to have you on. Uh, you know, sometimes 
sometimes there's uh, some work going on that a lot of us maybe mightn't be familiar with. So it's great to know the different um, projects that are going on uh, with the city and the, the county council and, and indeed other county councils as well, as you previously mentioned there. So uh, a lot going on and, and it's great to, to, to know a bit more about uh, some of the projects. So thanks very much, Paula, for coming on Country Life. Thanks very much, Keith. Love you to speak to you. Take care. So that's it this week from Country Life. We hope you enjoyed, enjoyed the show. And if there's any queries about this week's topics or if there's anything you'd like covered, uh, please don't hesitate to give me an email at countrylife at gollibayfm.ie. And I'd also like to give a big shout out to Evan Goggins, who's listening in Lacquer Road this evening. Uh, good man, Evan. He's mad into farming and bringing in bales. So uh, we hope you're enjoy, enjoying the summer off school. So that's it this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, until next Tuesday at 7 p.m., uh, next up is Melodies, followed by The Nightfly. You're listening to Country Life with Keith Fahey on Galway Bay FM 89.3.